What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 69. Ooh la la. Sorry, why did I say that? <laughs> it's been a long evening. Welcome to episode number 69 of the Wulong Talks podcast. Hi, my name is Jason. I'm the host of the show, as you know by now. And I am not joined by the Rustin Kid, aka Rich Kid, this week. He's actually off camping with his family this week. And um, he apparently seems to be enjoying it, but I'm sure he'll tell you all about it when he's back on the next show but before he went he was moaning like a drain about having to camp um he really did not want to do it (laughs) so um it's quite ironic that he's out there enjoying himself now but as said when he's back on the show next week i'm sure he'll fill you in with all the gory details of his sleepless nights shared with bugs and worms and all kinds of stuff but Anyway, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. If this is the first time listening to Wulong Talks, welcome. Um, What we do here is myself and Rich and sometimes some guests uh, discuss movies, TV, pop culture, comic books, games, all the kind of stuff that that you love, basically, and the reason why you clicked on this podcast. So what we're going to do on this episode is kind of have just a quick chat about some of the anime that me and my little six-month-old son Quincy have been enjoying. Um, that's why this episode is called Mad Dad Anime Dad Part 2. Um, part 1 we recorded a little earlier um, because it was something that I just observed with my son really where for those of you who've got newborns or have had newborns um, you know they're very interested in bright colors and movement and anime seems to be the the perfect form of entertainment for him because there's just constant movement constant bright colors constant noise and and I think he just becomes absolutely transfixed whenever it's on the tv so he and I usually spend a lot of time sitting down and and watching anime shows Um, in part one we talked about uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney which was probably his favorite one the one that he kind of got most absorbed by um i say his favorite one like he understands what was going on on the screen doesn't but uh, <laughs> i mean he is six months old so yeah you've got to make allowances for that but um yeah you know it was the one that he definitely seemed to respond to the most and we finished that off um we completed the series and it was quite a good watch as well but as a result of that we started trying out some other shows too um one of the shows that we've got into recently is a new one which is called uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba um, it's a really good shonen series it's started um, very recently I mean like literally I, I guess it must have p- appeared on Crunchyroll about a month ago or, or maybe I, I'm thinking maybe two months actually yeah two months is probably more accurate um, but it started uh, very recently on Crunchyroll and as I said in the first part, you know, where I signed up for a Crunchyroll account because I felt like I was missing out on a lot of anime stuff and the sources I used to use for it were a bit unreliable and 
um, you know, I couldn't really enjoy it from the comfort of my sofa. I kind of had to do some technological jiggery pokery in order to get to where I wanted to be to, with the, the shows that I wanted to watch. So I decided to sign up for the Crunchyroll account. And as I, I also mentioned on part one, um, you know, Crunchyroll's great in terms of the content, but uh, the usability of it can be a bit hit and miss at times. Um, the app isn't necessarily that stable and... Uh, I'm not sure what servers they use, but, you know, whole ep episodes of, of shows that you're watching can just disappear, which is quite frustrating. Um, but all in all, I mean, it, it has been an, an improvement and it's got me and my son watching stuff together. So, you know, generally two thumbs up, I guess. Um, but yeah, we've we've been watching um, uh, this show, as said, Demon Kimetsu uh, no Yaiba. Um and it's a really, really good shonen. I mean, it's the kind of one that I generally wouldn't go for straight away. Um, it's the kind of show that I think can easily be a little bit too melodramatic for me, um, which is an odd thing to say if you're a fan of anime, because melodrama is something that they absolutely love. But um this one it actually pictures it just about right for me um but anyway basically the the story is about uh a kid this adorable kid actually called um uh, tanjiro who lives in a rural part of japan um in the sort of turn of the 19th century i think it is um and you know in this rural area they kind of live in fear of of these demon beings um that stalk the night and kind of are, are always on the hunt for human flesh um, so the villagers barely ever go out. Um, and Tanjiro uh, works as um, like a woodcutter and, and generally a, a, an odd jobs man. And as I said, he's, he's quite a young kid. It, it, I'm not sure exactly how old he is, but, you know, the way that people sort of talk to him suggests he's um, maybe mid to late teens. Um, but he is kind of the head of his household, uh, of his family, because his father is dead. So he kind of is, is the guy who... Um, the responsibility falls on to go out and work to provide um, for the family. So he, you know, he cuts, he cuts down trees and he chops wood and, as I said, does odd jobs in, in the local town. Um, and one day when he goes out to, to do his work uh, and comes back in the evening, he founds his, his family has been slaughtered. Um, and it's really hard to take because it's really well acted, that particular scene. And, and um, the, the voice actors do a really good job with the character at that point um so it's really really difficult to to take because it's you know it's such a a painfully drawn out scene um so you're there to experience kind of all of the, the emotion with tanjiro and the sense of loss as well um and as said the voice actor does a, a really good job with his character at that point and um he discovers that his sister is still partially alive uh, which comes across as, as kind of crazy because when you see the state of the families left in, boy, you're thinking like, how the hell did they manage to, to <laughs> did his sister manage to escape that, you know? Um, but she does, but she hasn't escaped unscathed um, because she then tries to attack Tanjiro and it's revealed that um, Nezuko, who's his, his sister, has um, been turned into a demon. Um and so, you know, she said, first thing she does is she tries to attack him. Um, then this demon hunter shows up, uh, looking all slick and badass with, like, uh, you know, these, these crazy colours on his kimono, um, which he wears on top of, like, an all-black uniform that all the, the demon slayers wear. 
um, and he's got this katana and he's just like a magician with this katana. He can cut anything as they always are in, in anime. But um, he goes to defend Tanjiro to try and kill Nezuko. And, um, you know, Tanjiro stops him and he's like, no, that's my sister. You know, she's the only family I've got left and um, I'm going to try and save her life. Uh, which the demon slayer thinks, well, you're you're kind of crazy, but um, okay, you know, if that's what you want to do, then um, the least I can do is, is show you how you can uh, defend yourself. So he goes off on this journey with um, his sister uh, to go and be trained to become a demon slayer. So he goes through all of this rigorous training uh, and then eventually becomes, as I said, becomes this demon slayer and then has to go out into the world um, and face demons uh, and slay them. <clears throat> all of this he's doing so he can kind of f try and find a way to turn his sister back into human and and also because he wants revenge as well obviously um and you know the the demon that has were that we think is responsible for killing his family uh and for turning his sister is of course slick as hell and op to fuck so um yeah he's gonna have a battle on his hands to get to the point where he's able to do that uh, but the series, as I said, is really good. Um, I would recommend it. Um, you know, Quincy enjoys, I think, um, the use of colour in the outfits that the characters wear because the, the character designs in this are really, really cool, especially the demons. There's um, there's some kind of quite unique ideas and, and quite original ideas for the demon designs. It's not just kind of, you know, um, let's draw something with fangs and wings. I mean, yeah, sure, there's stuff like that, but they've also kind of put some thought into the different demon designs, which is kind of cool for this show. And um, as I said, it's very well designed. It's the character design is great. The action scenes are great. Um, you know, the the voice work is really good. It's unexpectedly quite humorous in some places and and quite touching in other places as well. And um, you know, the writers have done a really good job with it. So I've, I've really enjoyed it and Quincy's really enjoyed it. Um, there has been a little bit of controversy about um, the series and how it's ranked because there, there's been some um, ranking online via an online website um, where people have been kind of discussing how, how good the, the series is and it's been scoring quite highly. Um, and some people have been suggesting that it's fixed, um, which seems a bit harsh to me because as said I, I'm actually enjoying the show and I didn't expect to enjoy it at all um, but it's done the, the things that it does it does very well and so I can't really see why you know anybody would would want to do that and would want to try and fiddle with it in that way so um, for me it's working really well so I would definitely recommend uh, that you check out Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba um, that's approved by me and the Q Kid so um yeah get watching that i said it's available on crunchyroll at the moment so um if you've got a crunchyroll account you should be able to find it there and i'm sure you can find it other places as well if you don't use crunchyroll another show me and q have been watching a lot of recently is one called uh to the abandoned sacred beasts which is um also available on crunchyroll obviously um and is another shonen as well it's kind of like a dark fantasy series and um, it's basically set up so that it's kind of like a take on the American Civil War in a way. Um, effectively, what, what happens is uh, there's this nation called Patria that's uh, kind of split in two by war um, between the North and the South. 
uh, although interestingly not over slaves in this anime so yeah draw your conclusions there but um yeah so these two sides are, are effectively at war and um one side is sort of industrial which is north um and the other side is more of a mining side which is down south um when the south kind of had bigger numbers and, and better technology and was really outnumbering the north um the north kind of deployed a, a secret weapon that they had which was called the incarnates um basically the incarnates are these soldiers who can transform themselves into like these mythical creatures um like minotaurs and um giant spiders and, and all kinds of that crazy stuff basically and um you know with this power the incarnates were able to kind of swing the war into the north's favor and then ultimately um the north really kind of uh made a, a massive difference thanks with to the incarnates well the incarnates um then find that the war ends very suddenly that a peace treaty is signed between the two sides and they decide they don't want to war with each other anymore and that kind of leaves the incarnates at a loose end um, and one thing that they notice with one of them is that it starts just randomly attacking soldiers on its own side. Um, the incarnate that does that is then put down and, um, you know, they realize that this kind of power that these soldiers have slowly drives them crazy and will make them do things that they normally wouldn't do. Um, and so ultimately, you know, they, the decision is made that the incarnates aren't safe and that they need to be destroyed um so the leader of of the incarnates a, a guy called hank henriette who's like the commanding officer of them um who turns into a giant werewolf and it's just freaking cool um he kind of makes this vow that you know if any of the incarnates start to lose their mind he's going to be the one to to put them down um because he kind of owes them that much for the the sacrifice that they've made um and when the medical officer who he's uh, also in love with um, comes up with a, a way of being able to kill the incarnates, um, she's then impromptuly murdered by, sorry, impromptuly is not a word. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, she suddenly is murdered out of the blue uh, by his second in command, a guy called Kane. Yep, yet another anime bad guy called Kane. It's like the, the biblical references just flow off the tongue for them but um yeah Kane surprise surprise betrays him and, and kills um Dr Elaine who was coming up with the the way to control um the incarnates and, and to ultimately kill them um and he decides he's going to lead a rebellion um with uh, the incarnates who are still loyal to him following him so Hank decides that he's going to go on this mission to try and get revenge by killing Kane and by stopping these incarnates as said before they cause um any chaos and endanger the human lives around them and um <clears throat> this is another show that's really got like his character designs down really really well um you know the incarnates themselves as said they're all kind of based on, on different myth mythological beasts um so there's all sorts of things in in there there's uh minotaurs as said pegasus there's um, vampires, werewolves, um, Hydra, you know, there, there's all kind of, all the kind of like great mythical creatures you can think of are represented in some way um, within the incarnates, uh, which is kind of cool. So it shows the writers are trying to incorporate that. And um, again, 
you know, being a shonen, one of the things that really stands out about this series is the action scenes, which are really phenomenal, quite bloody and, and up in your face, um, and really well pitched. And it's so cool to see, you know, these these kind of as said these mythical beasts kind of taking each other on um one on one or two on one in in certain scenes uh and it's very entertaining overall it's a, a very entertaining watch um there's not much that i can say that i've invested in emotionally with this series really um it's all kind of fairly predictable from a plot point of view so whilst you know i i do enjoy it it's it's not necessarily the best um kind of shown in that Quincy and I have started watching but yeah it is good you know it's good fun uh, and it does um it does fill that need for for kind of something that's fast-paced and gory and uh, um and quite entertaining to to watch so I would definitely recommend that one um again Q six months old so like I'm not too bothered about the gore with him because he really doesn't know what's going on um, although he does seem to like Hank when he transforms into a werewolf because he turns into this giant kind of white werewolf at, at midnight and it's quite stunning the character design and he always kind of like goes ah 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 when the werewolf comes on the screen which is really funny I need to film him one of these days and stick it on our Instagram I'll, I'll probably do that but um yeah you know it, it is really uh quite entertaining but as i said it, it's quite lightweight so i wouldn't expect nothing too heavy from this and if you're the type who likes a denser story with the shonen then yeah there's probably better ones you could you could find so um those are the two that we've really been getting into uh i've got another one which is on our, our queued list which is uh called fire force um i really don't know much about it so i can't really talk about it today so i'll save that for part three um we've also managed to completely finish all of one punch man so we'll definitely talk about that and richard has finally started watching one punch man so we'll get his thoughts on the next part of this as well um and there's a couple of others as well that i've got my eye on um so yeah we'll definitely cover some more so i'll have to do a part three recording i think to squeeze all of that in now aside from the anime i should actually point out that um we are starting very soon our 90s action movie fest uh we'll be starting off with the brandon lee starring action movie rapid fire and we absolutely can't wait that should be the next episode that's up on our podcast channel so make sure you look out for that um it was an absolute blast to watch it and, and me and rich can't wait to talk to you about it we'll also have of course the bebop rewatch continuing um our most recent episode came out at the beginning of the week so you can check that out um if you've been following us and, and enjoying cowboy bebop as well then make sure you check that out too um and we've also been watching woo assassins this week as well so we're definitely going to do a review of that that will probably be around next week i reckon okay um that's it that's going to do it for me for this one i said it's just a short one as rich ain't here um but i will be back again soon with part three of mad bad anime dad um where we'll fill you in on, on what else myself and quincy have been watching and as said i'll try and drag richard into it as well and um we'll be back with other episodes um lined up for you very soon so take care of yourselves uh enjoy the beautiful weather that we're having at the moment it's lovely it really is um and we'll see you next week take care peace thanks for listening to us if you're down with wulong talks show some love by following us on twitter facebook and instagram at wulong talks 
You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the Britpod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 indoors. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. 